Yo, what's happening everyone? Welcome back to The Conscious Man. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio. And it's time to wake the fuck up. Wake up and remember who you really are, who you came here to be, the possibilities. You are not a finite being. You are an infinite spiritual being having a human experience. And you can create whatever fucking reality you desire. I am living proof of that because that's what I'm doing in this very moment. Wake up to that inside of you. You are not the fucking body in the name your parents gave you. Try that on for today. You can create whatever fucking reality you desire. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about recognizing your ability to be extraordinary rather than fucking ordinary. And that's what this podcast is about. If this podcast shows you to that within yourself, then do me a favor. Go over to iTunes, write us a review, uh, rate us, and share it with someone. Pass it along. That is why I'm here. Listen, I'm done fucking around. I came here to help elevate the collective consciousness of the entire universe. And I've been shy about saying that, but that is what I came here to do. And that is what this podcast is designed to do. To awaken you to that which you possess within you. An infinite amount of Wisdom. And a great friend told me the other day, we know everything. All of us. We just forgot. So this podcast and what this is about is to fucking get you to remember. It is blasphemy for you to say that you are not the divine We are infinite in the realm of imagination and we can create whatever reality we desire. And that's a scary thought sometimes. Oh no, I'll just play it safe and be Scott, the body, the name my parents gave me. But every single moment we can create a new reality for ourselves. And I believe that. It's not it's not even so much a belief that it is an inner knowing. Like when I've I've tasted that. So what do you want to create in your life in the, on this day in this day? Do you want to continue to wake up and create the same suffering, the same longing, the same miserable drive to work or do you want to do something different I want to do something fucking different man because I am so fucking fed up with the same old bullshit I want to manifest into my life whatever it is that I can imagine and I realize the secret 
is to assume the feeling of the wish already being fulfilled. And sometimes that's a difficult task. It's hard to believe that we are these infinite beings and we can create whatever we want for ourselves. Because our outer reality isn't reflecting that back to us in this moment. But if we could only stand our stand on our tiptoes and look way forward and see that if we put a little effort on ourselves, that whatever we dream can become our reality. I am just a I am just a blue collar kid that came from a blue collar dad who claimed who came from a blue collar dad but let me tell you my grandfather was an was an immigrant from Italy it came over uh whatever in the, maybe the 40s when Mussolini took over you know stereotypical italian immigrant story man my grandfather was this amazing man i have a beautiful old photograph of him in new york city with a guitar on his back his spats his overcoat Standing on the top of this building. He had a derby. He was a sharp dude, man. They called him the Sheik. Francesco Bagliaccio was his name. Is his name. He came here when he was about 16. He lied about his age so he could work on a, uh, a passenger ship. And he washed dishes. And one time in New York City in the harbor, he jumped overboard. And he swam to shore. And he stayed here. And yeah, he was a blue-collar dude, man. Didn't speak the language. Didn't fucking go to school. Didn't do any of that shit. Some would consider him, you know, Stupid. But he, he uh, went on to build a great life for himself, man. And a great family. And my father. And I'm super grateful for his hard work ethic and his blue collarness. You know, at the time, there wasn't much else you could do. I mean, I'm sure that you could be an entrepreneur back then. I'm sure a lot of people were. Um, But he took a job in the Coke ovens and in the steel plants, and he built a beautiful life for himself and his family. He lived the American dream when that was the American dream. You got a job, you work your fucking ass off, you build a garden in the backyard, you know what I'm saying? You're upstate New York, Frankie, he's got the tomatoes, he's got the fucking string beans, he's got the fucking peppers. He did his thing, man. He had a pool table in the basement and a barber chair. I love that guy. And my father followed suit. He worked at Moga Aerospace 
for 50 years, pretty close to it. And he bartended as his second job. My father was a great man. Donald Joseph Baliacho. He gave, he brought me into this fucking joint. Scott Anthony Valentine Pagliaccio. And I'm so grateful for him, man. And I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Me and him, I got my arm on his shoulder. It was his first visit to Texas when I moved down here. We're both smiling. We got these crazy fucking Hawaiian shirts on. I got some sunglasses on my head. My father's got a smile off his fucking face. And so do I. And I'm super grateful for this blue-collar, hard-working, beautiful work ethic that this man, these men showed me. But it's not what I want. But I'm not ashamed of it. And at one point, I kind of was. You know, you move down to Texas and... You, this is the land of the $35,000 a year millionaires. Everybody's driving nice cars. I lived in Buffalo, New York all my life, man. Let me tell you that. Let me just start by telling you that, man. I, I grew up in a town where most people, not a lot was expected of you. You know, you got a fucking job in the steel plant or you got a job at the, you know, at the water department or fucking collecting garbage or, you know, uh, let's see what else. For the city. If you knew somebody, if you're juiced in, one of the Irishmen, they juice you in, you get in at the city, you know, you were lucky. Or you got a job at one of the uh, the car factories. And that was good. You were doing good. You worked 35, 40 fucking years. You retired, you know, you bought a house, you had a bunch of kids, boom, that's it. But there was always something gnawing at me. That there was something, that I was meant to do something more than just that. But I, I, I honestly haven't, I, I honestly haven't realized, I hadn't realized that till very recently. Not only because I was numbed out the majority of my life, from the age of 12 until 36, I was fucking numb Drugs, alcohol, out of my mind, just wandering. And that didn't make the journey any easier because towards the end, I was fucking super numb. I was lost. I remember how absolutely ugly and disgusting I felt on the inside. But I kept medicating, medicating, medicating. Medicating. More. More cocaine up my nose. More. <laughs> Shovel it in. More more beer. More scotch. More cigarettes. More weed. More pills. And it got to the point where I was pretty close to uh, checking out. But then I, I got into exercise. Man, I met this beautiful, beautiful Latina. I fell in love with her. I was living with a couple of her friends. And she came home from college, from tech. She was getting her undergrad. She walked in the door one day and I was sitting on the couch. And I remember I was fucking mesmerized. 
She had this long, beautiful, brown, curly hair and just a smile that lit up the whole fucking room. And that was it. That was it. It was on. I ended up moving to Tech and moving to Lubbock, hanging out with her. And she used to work nights at this bar, go to school during the day, work nights at the bar. I had a full-time job during the day. And uh, I was fucking sick of looking at myself, 50 pounds overweight, fed up with the way I was feeling. So I decided to uh, start working out at the little tiny gym above the uh, laundry room at our apartment complex. And I looked at the, in the mirror one day on the treadmill. The mirror was to the left. The treadmill faced out the window, kind of faced north. The uh, treadmill was to the west. And I looked in the mirror and I pulled up my shirt and my gut was hanging over. And I was like, when the fuck is this thing going to go away? And I remember calling my brother-in-law, Jerry. And I, he was a runner. I had never run. You know, I was still smoking, still drinking, still shoveling cocaine up my nose, still smoking weed. And I was like, dude, how long does this shit take? Because I don't know if I've got the patience to to deal with this. And uh, he's like, one day you're going to lift up your shirt and it's not going to be there. And he was right. Who would have thunk that one day I'd have the chiseled abs. It's hard work and determination. And it is proof positive that what you put your attention on then becomes your reality. And I did. I was enamored with fitness. I fell in love with it. I had never worked out a day in my life till then. I hated fucking exercise. And it changed my life. I started consuming so much contact. Back then, there was no internet. Or maybe there was, but I wasn't aware of it. I don't, I, I, it wasn't what it is now. So this is back in like 2000. Back in 2000. I just, every magazine, every bodybuilding mag- magazine, every piece of content, every book that I could devour and put into my consciousness, or I could, it woke me up that I re- remembered all this stuff that it was all there already. I just forgot it. And then after a certain period of time, I joined a gym and I met a trainer. And I just, he was a bartender (laughs) and a trainer. And I just followed him everywhere. I picked his brain. I mentored under him. And I changed my, I started to change my body. And as my body started to change, so did my mind. And uh, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget consuming all of that information it was It was insane, and I feel like it's similar. I'm in a similar space now around you know all of this podcasting, uh, relationship stuff. Um, and it's because I went through so much pain because I was so asleep to certain parts of my life. I wanted to wake that part of me up. 
I wanted to stretch myself. I wanted to grow myself up. I wanted to develop myself. I needed to remember who I truly am. And that's what I'm trying to do for you is remind you who the fuck you are. Because if it's available to one, it's available to all. Because we all have dreams, we all have hopes, we all have desires, we all want to be and become more than we are. This is my projection. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're looking for something more in your life other than the same old fucking okie doke. And uh, if you are, then I'm a signpost pointing you in that direction. I am not special. I don't have any special gifts. What I realized is it takes hard work, time, determination, and that's something that I forgot that I had within me. Hey, sorry, I'm back. I almost shit all over myself. You'll probably hear in the previous part of this uh, me farting. It's, pro- it's probably in there. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I know this is a little bit much, maybe. <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's the truth. I almost shit all over myself during this podcast. And uh, I just want to let you know. So uh, I had a, I had a cut out for a minute. I thought I could wait, but I couldn't. I kind of lost my train of thought of what I was talking about, but uh, I kind of remember too. I'm talking about um, what's available to us as infinite spiritual beings. Don't let that word spirit scare you. I think who we are more so than our bodies. Because, yeah, definitely we've been incarnated into these forms. I don't know how you got into yours over there. And I sure as fuck don't know how I got into this one. And if we can cut through all of our social and cultural and... uh, whatever other conditioning we have, I think we can recognize that we are infinite, that the operating force that comes through us is infinite. And if you think you're just your body, I want you to do me a favor right now. I want you to stop what you're doing And I want you to stop growing your hair. Can you do that? Can you stop growing your hair? Can you stop beating your heart? Can you stop growing your fingernails? And I'm going to raise my hand and say the answer is fucking no. What's doing that? What is allowing your breath to breathe you to to breathe that beautiful body that you're inside or maybe you're not inside of it I don't know 
I don't think you're just in there. I think you're everywhere. I think we are expansive, infinite beings. The universe is out there and it's in here. I don't know where you start and I end or I begin and you end. That's been my experience. And it's difficult to believe that after being conditioned away from it. But like I said earlier, we already know everything. We just forgot. So I want to remind all of us to remember. To remember who you are and what you came here to be. And it's an inner game. It's a shift from the inside. It's not changing your outer circumstances first. It's not going to happen. Not in my experience. That we shift from the inside. In our imagination. I can tell you this, man. Yesterday I started, uh, after a meditation, I just really started feeling into what was possible for me. And dreaming and imagining what my life was going to look like five years from now. And it's it's not going to look anything like it does now. I, I and, and you know what? Sometimes I find that I'm a little scared to dream too big. Or dream about stuff. Like having a, a house and a, and a super nice fucking car, man. Something super dope. Like a Lambo. It's kind of fucked up. Why am I afraid to dream bigger than I could possibly imagine? And, it, and it's not about the stuff, but there's some guilt there that I need to look at. Why, why shouldn't I be able to manifest those things into my life? I think I'm a pretty cool fucking guy. I think I've worked really hard on myself. And I'll continue to work harder. I don't know why I have this thing around manifesting, you know, riches. And actually, you know what? I think I have some idea. I was thinking about this the other day. And here's what my dad's mantra was. He always used to say this to me when, when I remember when I was a kid. He's like, son, every time my ship comes in, I'm always at the fucking airport. Every time my ship comes in, I'm always at the airport. And that stuck with me. And to me that meant he was unlucky. And I don't think that that's the case. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with luck. It has to do with hard work. But I don't think he was aware of how to manifest that for himself. I don't, I don't know. I think he was shut down around, around a lot of his, his dreams. I know he worked in a restaurant all of his life and, and told me that he would have loved to own his own restaurant. But I didn't see him do that. I saw him work his fucking balls off until he died. 
two jobs all of his life while having dreams, while having aspirations, while knowing he could do better than just work for someone. And I, man, at his funeral, the fucking place was packed. It was like a rock star died, man. Donnie P was the fucking man. The, the, the funeral home was packed. People were lined up out the door. My father was a well-known, well-respected man where I grew up. Everybody loved him. He was personable. He was handsome. He was loving. There were parts of him I didn't know that other people did when he, would, when he was bartending. He showed up completely different than the way he showed up at home. And I feel like part of, I know that part of him lives in me. I know that he is me. And I feel like I am now working off that karma. And that's what this podcast is. You know, it, it's, a, it's me owning the restaurant. It's up to me now. And then I have to pass it along to my son and my daughters. It's up to me to manifest the dream. His form is gone, but his consciousness is still within me. So there's something gnawing at me to manifest something greater than working a fucking job, driving a truck. There's nothing wrong with it. It is where I found myself driving the trucks, being the blue collar guy. At one point, I thought that that's what you do. You just, you know, you're, that's what my dad did. That's what my grandfather did. This is what you do. Then I moved to Texas and I was like, fuck, you know, this is, there's a lot more opportunity here. And then I was confused. I'm like, I was ashamed. I'm like, I shouldn't be a fucking guy carrying his lunch pal to work and wearing his work boots and you know, wearing the shirt with my name on it, you know, the fucking uniform. But then I realized how fucking proud I was. I, f- I found my way back to actually being proud of where I came from, middle America. Look, at my grandfather came here and didn't speak the fucking language, man, and built an empire. Couple of cars, fucking beautiful home, garden in the backyard, pool table. And a- that was a big deal, man. I was proud to be that. I remember when I was a kid, my father would come home from, he worked at an aerospace company as a machinist. He would come home and his work boots would be, uh, on the bottom would be filled with these uh, pieces of shrapnel that came off the lathe and I would pick them out. Man, I was, I was proud to do that as a little boy. And I was proud to watch my father work and provide for his family. But, you know, that is, if you, I don't think that that's looked upon as a uh, admirable um, job anymore. You know, you've got to be more. You've got to be an entrepreneur. You've got to fucking make a bazillion, gazillion dollars and, you know, you, seven figures and, you know, the internet and mogul and this and that. And uh, I think for me, I had to learn to embrace who I was and where I came from and fall in love with that and I have 
And I'll add that I know that there's something greater. I know that there's a, a, a much larger possibility for all of us. And uh, I, I learned that while being a blue-collar guy. And that's, that's, I think, who I speak to. I mean, I speak to maybe a broader audience than that, but I was a, I'm a truck driver. That's what I do. That's my full-time gig. But it's much more than that. That was, that was where I found myself. That, that truck is, was my, is my university. It's where I began to study endlessly while spending 12, 13, 14 hours a day. I started to study psychology, philosophy, poetry, Ram Das, Wayne Dyer, Jack Kornfield, all these brilliant psychologists. I mean, it's a part of me. It's a part of who I am, and I embrace it, and I love it. And I want more. And I want more. And I'm getting more. And I'm changing my paradigm through my thoughts. And this podcast is a vehicle for me to voice how I feel. And it's a platform for me to elicit change within myself and within all of you. So I hope my, my deepest, most intimate hope is that you get some value from my stories. And I'm working on becoming a better storyteller. I have a great mentor who's helping me. He's helping me to show up. So uh, thank you, BG. I am super grateful for you offering your guidance and your love and your support and your feedback because I can't grow into this man that I see for myself. I think you see something even greater. You said it the other day. You can't see yourself when you're in the picture. You got blind spots. So I need other strong, smart men to see me where I can't see myself. And I'm getting that. And, and I need that in my life. And it's helping. I've got business coaches, um, writing coaches. And I'm getting better. A little bit at a time. So I'm grateful for all of the support that I'm getting from all the listeners, from all of the men that are helping me around writing, around business, helping me move into action. I couldn't do it without you. I would, I know my patterns and I would hide out and play small. So I'm super grateful over here, appreciating, feeling appreciation and love for how all of you are showing up. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate your time and your listenership, and I hope you get some value from this podcast today. And if you do, you know the drill. Fucking share it, all right? Go over to the iTunes, write me a fucking review. Five-star this shit. I'm trying to move up the ranks, yo. You know what I'm saying?
All right, have an amazing rest of your day, morning, evening, night, afternoon. And I will see you back here tomorrow. We'll talk some more shit. All right, peace.